The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Every small business is unique. And ComBank is committed to providing the support each needs to tackle challenges and opportunities in this year of uncertainty. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash connects. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 21st of October. In your squeeze today, Russia is accused of trying to disrupt the Tokyo Olympics, a mute presidential debate, Nokia is off to space, and going full term. This is your squeeze today. The GRU, Claire, is the intelligence arm of Russia's armed forces. And yesterday, the US and UK called them out for a series of malicious cyber attacks, including attempts to disrupt next year's Olympic and Paralympic Games in Tokyo. Yeah, they've also been accused of targeting the 2017 French elections, uh, the investigation into the poisoning of that former Russian double agent, Sergei Skripal, uh, on the Olympics. What the UK investigators say is they uncovered a plot to hack that Olympic Games to take the broadcast down and infect the Olympic organisers' computer network to paralyse that competition. This comes off the back of Russia being last year handed a four-year ban from all major global sporting events, including the Olympics. This one doesn't end there, though, Claire. Yesterday, the US Justice Department announced criminal charges against six GRU agents. Yeah, that comes on top of them charging 12 agents in 2018 for hacking that 2016 US presidential election. So the Justice Department has looked into doing that in the past. It doesn't have much of an effect, though, because if those agents remain in Russia, they're largely protected against sanctions. What the US has said, though, is that Russia is a country that has weaponized cyber capabilities more maliciously and irresponsibly than pretty much anyone else, and it will continue to keep an eye on it. Coincidence that it's two weeks out from a US election? Yeah, analysts say probably not that the US was really looking to send a message to Russia to make sure that they stay clear of the US election in the final two weeks of that campaign. The Victorian inquiry into the hotel quarantine program may miss its reporting date of the 6th of November, Claire. This is due to the fact that there's now new evidence, particularly in relation to what Victoria's Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton knew about private security being used. Yeah, there was a special session convened yesterday afternoon to reopen that and to table phone and email records. What it shows is that particularly on Brett Sutton, that he was informed that private security would be used at that hotel quarantine program. He told the inquiry, though, that he wasn't aware of that until late May when the second wave, uh, particularly in Melbourne, was off and running. So there's a contradiction there that needs to be cleared up. He's not the only one. There's others who need to clarify their evidence and that will see that reporting date pushed out most likely. One of those notable people is Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews. Some news around that he may need to give evidence again. Still on hotel quarantine, news yesterday that more than 200 people who went through that program in Victoria need to be screened for HIV, hepatitis B and C, Claire. Officials say that the risk level is low, but what happened is a glucose test device that's designed to just be used by one person was actually used by many people in that hotel quarantine program. So they're testing 
testing them for those blood-borne diseases. Helen Coonan, the chairwoman of Crown Resorts, yesterday gave evidence about accusations that Crown had facilitated money laundering. She said, Claire, that they did, but it wasn't deliberate. No, she said it was through ineptitude rather than anything sinister. It really does get to the pointy end of accusations that Crown uh, didn't do the right thing when it came to making sure that they were complying with their obligations to make sure that money laundering and other things that are attached to big cash going through businesses weren't happening. That inquiry continues today. One for the diary, Claire. The final presidential debate is on this Friday. Microphones at some points throughout the debate will be muted. If you're not meant to be speaking, your microphone will be turned off. And that was one of the big criticisms of that first debate where uh, it's a very structured thing. You're only meant to be talking in sort of two minute blocks and then there's specific times for going backwards and forwards. And uh, what happened was that both Donald Trump and the challenger Joe Biden were just talking over each other for the whole time and lots of criticism that just turned their microphones off. And that seems to uh, be where the debate commission has landed this time. It's something that uh, certainly Donald Trump's campaign weren't particularly happy about. Those who are interested in the theatre of it all and who want to tune in for the back and forth will be pleased to know that there'll be still plenty of that and that the moderator isn't in charge of the muting. That's right, not arbitrary. And if you're looking to get a bit more informed about the US election, we have a series of squeeze shortcuts, including one which gives a good overview of the candidates and what they stand for, and also one on the congressional race, so how the House of Reps and Senate are elected. Tomorrow, Claire will be dropping one on the presidential race, Electoral College, here we come. A link to that series is in your episode notes. It was a long long time ago, Claire, certainly feels like a long time ago that everyone had a Nokia phone, then Apple came along and now Nokia's more of an antique. Yeah, the smartphone really did take out Nokia Mm. that was more of a brick uh, and they haven't really got back on track except for some retro phone lovers who continue to hold their uh, palm-held device. But yeah, (laughs) when it comes to um, reinventing itself, uh, Nokia is looking at network equipment and they've been given a contract from NASA to put internet on the moon. There you go. Remember Snake? Oh, yeah. Uh, Many, many (laughs) hours spent at airport lounges playing Snake. Yeah, it was a good time waster. That deal that Nokia has signed with NASA is worth $14.1 million, and it's part of that long-term goal of establishing human presence on the moon by 2030. Grand final of the AFL is this weekend. And if Richmond go back to back, Claire, Ash Barty will be presenting the trophy to them. And she, of course, is a, a huge Richmond Tigers fan. Uh, she said that it was a surprise and she was very honoured to have that opportunity. Uh, have to wait and see if they win, of course. Uh, in the event that the Geelong Cats win, uh, former legend Ian Nankervis is going to be able to do the honours for them. And just while we're talking sport, people may have gone to bed last night to news that the Victorian government announced a crowd of up to 500 could attend the Cox Plate this weekend. On waking this morning, the latest is that they've reversed that decision, saying it was a mistake given the restrictions many other Victorians are under. The email subject line, Claire, is about Scott Morrison's comments that he is a full-termer. 
Yep, I've gone for Toto's Rosanna. The line is meet you all the way. What Scott Morrison says is that he wants to be a full termer. He's not interested uh, in having an early election despite having uh, some really good results in the polls. The earliest the government can go to an election is August next year. That would take them just past the two-year mark. Uh, But, of course, Morrison really has to um, really defeat history. The last Prime Minister to go a full term was John Howard. Back in 2004. That's when it left. Yeah, it was his 2004-2007 term. Yeah, wow. So no federal election for a little while yet. Claire, today is International Day of the Nacho, which I thought it was important to mention before we sign off. (laughs) Don't have enough nachos. Every time I I see the word nacho, it makes me think, yeah, I'd really like some nachos, but then I don't do it. (laughs) Well, today's the day. (laughs) We'll leave you with that. That's all from us and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.